You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Shalom Obracha, I'm Avram Kivalevich, and this is One on One, and I'm here with Charlie Harari. Charlie, I hope you've been doing well. Uh, I keep on saying that every week. I feel like a broken record, um, but I think you and the rest of us are all getting used to this strange new normal. I wanted to ask you a question, though, that, that wasn't really connected to this new normal, although a lot of people are turning in that direction, and uh, especially as, as things become stressful. I wanted to ask you about the idea of having a Rebbe. Um, it is Lagba Omer, and it is a day where the, uh, the Hasidic mentality, I think, is in the air. But I've been, been thinking of asking you this for a while. Uh, you mentioned a couple of weeks ago about your Rebbe's advice. Um, we all know that, that there's a much a big difference in the, in, the, in, the, in the firm world between a Hasidic community, where having a Rebbe, uh, whatever Hasid of a, of a Rebbe you are, it's part of their sociological structure. Questions are uh, routinely asked that aren't necessarily um, about Pesach Halacha. It's a, it's a figure that represents the values of their community, the shared values, someone from the outside, and and obviously the Rebbe is involved in 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 the in the world of the yeshiva world. You go to a rov, your poisik, either the rov or your shul, or some poisik that you know, and you ask shilas that could be very very difficult and having to do with an important family decision. But it's a psak halacha that you're looking for because you're not sure what to do. Um, I guess what I want to ask you, do, do you believe, and maybe I'm going to ask you even personally about yourself, it's an important to have such a figure like to see them have, a Rebbe, somebody who you go to, not just to be Mavar or Shaila, but to really help you through, to give you direction, to, have, to listen to you, and to be involved in your life, even though that person is, is, is obviously not part of your real family dynamic. So, and, and please share with me your own take and who your own Reb is, if you don't mind. Yeah, for sure. I think it's critical. I, I, I listen, maybe because, you know, I come from, half of me is Syrian and um, I come from Aleppo, Syria. Half of me is Hasidish. I come from Munkach. So like <laughs> everywhere you turn, there's a Rav, there's a Chacham or there's a Rebbe. So like, uh, I'm going to state my bias. Like I, I I don't have any part of my story that doesn't include a major Torah figure as a guide in your life. Um, yeah, I think that I think it's absolutely critical at every level, and and there's a lot of reasons for it. First of all, we are unaware of the level of bias that we have. You know, Daniel Kahneman, the famous uh, uh, behavioral econo- economist, the Israeli who won the Nobel Prize for you know for in in, um, in economy. In, in economics, speak, he, what, what he brought to the world wasn't any economic theory. It was behavioral theories. And one of his greatest contributions to uh, the larger world is this idea of bias. We do not appreciate the level of cognitive bias that we all have. We don't. And I think the people that don't get that are the most at risk. Once you realize that when you interview somebody, you're mostly biased. And if you're still operating interviews based on the gut, you're living in the world of like, you might as well just like draw blood as a way to fix and make yourself healthier. Like you're not living in the world of science. You're not living in the world of research. You're biased. So 
if you actually are trying to make major life decisions and you're asking people for advice and you're the final arbiter of your decisions, in many ways, you're putting yourself in a biased position. So having somebody who is not just there as a legal resource for you to figure out what, how, however the way you want to go, in, in a way, put now there, there may be a question of, do they know enough information? Fine. But from a straight sort of cognitive bias perspective, enables you to grow in a way in which your bias is, is limited more. So if I want, there, there are times in my life where I wanted to go left and I spoke to my Rebbe and he said, you can't. There are times in my life where I, I've, like I said, I, I've, there are two Rebbeim that I go to consistently. One's in, one's in, in, in America and they're my, my rocks. And there are times where I wanted to make major career changes and they said, no. And there are times where I didn't want to. And they said, yes. Like, and, and in hindsight, it was those moves that changed me and shaped me. It wasn't because they didn't know me. It was because I couldn't make that move myself because I was biased. We're, we're, we're much worse decision makers than we think. It's, 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 it's a major flaw. So there's one thing that there's a level of amuna that you have when you go to a Rav who you think doesn't know you. And then you have to rely on a much higher level of faith in the world of Ruchnius, which is, I don't know if you want to go down that road, but just from a very practical perspective, if you don't have someone that you go to and trust to help you make major decisions, you don't really know if you're making the right decision or if you're making the decision that you wanted to make, but you were biased towards. And so from a very, just forget Ruchnius for a second, in a Gashmius way, based on science and research, having a Rebbe, enables you to make better decisions in your life. Right. Well, Char, I, I guess I, what, what I would ask you is that how does one go about cultivating that? Obviously, if you grew up in a chesidah home, like I said earlier, uh, that Rebbe was part of your life uh, before you were even cognizant. He probably, he or his children have known you and Therefore, you're right. They know in a way they can be that external outsider that gives you the the, the right perspective and guide. But we, we we've grown up in a in a world, even in the yeshivish world, and especially now with the tools that we have in learning, the tools that we have via the computer to sort of like be independent. And there is that um, I don't know if it's Generation X or the the millennials. There's definitely this sense that they can do everything on their own. They don't really need to have the insertion of that person. Even in schools, Charlie, um, there, there's been the move towards having multiple teachers uh, in, in, in a lot of the, the, the yeshivas and high schools where it's hard to actually latch on to, to a person. Um, how did you go about? How, do, how were you able to get this, this Rebbe that you had, uh, that you still have? How were you able to do that? How were you able to make those moves and, and, and bring those people into your lives? There, let's let's discern between life direction and legal analysis, right? When you when you think about legal analysis, when I mean legal law, Jewish law, it's clearly you can go to the the relationship that you have to the person who's helping you figure out the law is one thing, and for many people, that's the end of it where they see their Rav really as just someone who is a better Jewish lawyer. 
He just knows the law. Like he, he knows what happens when, you know, the, the fork drops into the pot or I buy the wrong thing on Pesach or uh, I'm not sure what to do if I didn't make this bracha. Like, and, it, and, and more and more complicated, obviously. That, that's a sug of guidance that everybody needs always. Like, and, and one of the th- things that I hear from Rebbeim all the time is that they wish their Balabat to ask them more questions. Like I remember one time I was on an airplane and I was starving and I went into the club before um, before the flight and they had this cereal like this granola that I was sure what, what it was and they put it out and it was a whole thing and, and, and I got it and I knew 100% what it was I've been to every single club I just see the package but like it's a club it's Delta it's not like you know Joe's Deli and I, and, I, and I filled it up and I sat on the airplane I'm like wait I don't know for sure what the halacha is on this. Like, I, I can't imagine it's not kosher. And I remember texting my rub from the plane. Wow. And him, like, and I remember I got, like, the no as we were, like, taking off, <laughs> which was terrible. And, and I remember him asking, saying, like, thanks so much. I'm like, thanks so much for who? For me? For bothering you? He's like, I wish, I wish my balabatim would ask me, like, these nuanced questions, nuanced questions about, about business, about how to make a, all the stuff that we don't ask about, like, our, so I find the Rebbeim want more legal shilas, but really what I think we're talking about is life. It's about hashkafa. It's about direction. It's about Hashem. It's about how do I find you in my life? It's about how do I raise my kids? It's about how do I make my marriage better? It's how do I grapple with this family member? These are major experience, and part of part of us living every day is, if we have all the experience we need to make decision in front of us, then whatever's in front of us isn't that hard. Like, there's a reason why people have a board of directors, and there's a reason why great entrepreneurs have mentors, and there's a reason why no one ever won a gold medal in the history of the Olympics without a coach. No football player would be like, "Hey, we'll just figure it out." I don't know. Like, we did this in the backyard. Like, how hard could football be? And if our lives are less important than the Jets playing on Sunday, then why would I need a coach for? But if my life is more chashev than running a race quicker than the guy next to me and putting a gold around my neck, I'm going to make sure that I'm working my hardest to find people to help me. How do I do it? It's complicated. Sometimes the person (laughs) you want, sometimes the person you want isn't available, but guess what? Sometimes you can't reach the Supreme Court. So you, you, Yisra knows what he's, Yisra had some pretty good advice. So you listen to Shiurim or the people that you want to get close to, and you start hearing them say the same things again and again. So you reach out to people that are a little bit further down the road than you, and you start to create relationships that are closer, but you're still growing from somebody. So you ask for a few minutes of someone's time, and you come prepared. Like, there are a lot of people out there that if their life's work were on the line, they'd figure it out. If they were about to make a million dollars, they'd figure it out. But if it's like whether or not, like I send my kid to this camp or whether or not, like I can figure out how to do this thing in my life, it's like, I don't know, I'll figure it out. Like I, I'm smart enough. And it's, 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 it's a chaval because you can't be great without a coach. Just not, not how greatness works. You can't see yourself along the road in a way that allows you to push yourself where you have to push yourself. And if you didn't come from that background, it's harder. And if you, go in, if you live in a world where the people you want to be close to has a million people around them, it's harder. But it doesn't change that there'll always be enough Rebbes, even if they don't look like Rebbes, 
Even if they, if they don't have the idea that a Rebbe is the only, only way you have a Rebbe is if he's got a big long beard and he sits in front of the shul. That's a very myopic way of looking at what a mentor in Judaism is. There's, there's a lot of people out there that if you search close enough, you'll find to help you go down the road. So you, have, you really have to do your due diligence and I guess sample. And as you say, maybe make use of um, all the, especially now that there's so much stuff online to actually listen to so many people and then send them an email, try to find out their personal address and, and try to appeal. And hopefully you'll be able to get a Rebbe into your life, some sort of Rebbe. I think that's what, I think that's what you're saying. Yeah. My rub is one of my my my, my rub is Moshe Weinberger in, in in the five towns of Long Island. He's got a list from here to next month of people that want to get close to him. You you can't you he can't go to a chasana. He needs like if he wasn't so humble, he'd have a he'd have an entourage around him of bodyguards. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen him in public. Like people cannot leave him alone. They don't they don't stop calling him. We, last we did log Bomer last night. Usually, I just think about this. We live in the five towns. We don't live in Borough Park. His log Bomer gets fifteen hundred people. Like, wow. this is like insane. So how do you, everyone, every day I get an email from somebody. How do I go to Weinberger? Aleph, listen to his classes because he shares himself with his, in, like, start to look around the people that are around him and see who's holding in his ashkaf that you can close. Then when you, when you get a chance to talk to him, don't roll in and be like, hey, I want to talk to you because I deserve <laughs> it. Because like, what, what, help me figure out this Nakuda that you can, fi- you can do it. And what I, when, when, what I don't mean is sample for the easiest one. I am not into like shita shopping, like at all. In fact, you don't have a Rebbe if he says something and you don't, you don't agree with it and then you find the next guy down the block. No way. What I am saying is you got to find somebody that wants, that when you hear him speak, you want to get closer to Hashem. There are people that when you hear them speak, you want to run for the hills in Judaism. You just want to run. You feel like garbage. You feel like you're the worst Jew in the world, and you feel like the wrath of God is coming down on you. If that if that, if that gets you going, Hashem should bless you. But there are people that, that when you hear them, when you hear their Torahs, when you hear their perspectives, you want you want to be closer. You want to learn more. You hear the brilliance. You hear the, the depth, and you want to be a, a better. You want to be better. When you find people like that in your life, you got you got to fight for them. You know, again, we're an we're, we're we're doing this in IDT. Howard Jonas is is the king of this. I've sat in meetings with him where, like, he had to reach somebody, and I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. And he figured out how to do it. He figured, because he can't, that mentality of why can't we figure this out? And he did it. It wasn't because he was Howard Jonas that he did it. He was always doing it like that, right? If you care about something, you'll figure it out. And what's more important to care about than your own soul? And there are people in this world that can help give a certain energy to one's soul, and they're not. They're not like sitting in the White House. They're not like they're not in. They're 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 living down the block. They're Jews. They, I'm saying like they're not inaccessible. It just requires time and attention and persistence and and desire and tefillah. It'd be zochet to a rebbe. <laughs> yeah, you know, you turn to Hashem and say, Hashem, I'm trying to get close to you. Give me a rebbe. I'm dying. I don't want Judaism to taste be tasteless. And 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 they're everywhere. They're everywhere in every nook and corner of Kal Yisrael. There isn't a neighborhood that we have of Jews that doesn't have Rebbeim in there. And by the way, sometimes they were your fourth grade Rebbe, but That's you had them in fourth grade, uh, and you had and fourth grade you were like worried about like football and like you know like making trouble. But you look back and, and you realize he's he's a this this individual is a massive person, and they're right in front of you. And 
it, it just, it's so critical that people fight for it because right. when you have it, it's like a different religion. I would just say just two points. One thing, you know, I've, I've actually had people turn to me uh, who I was their teacher when I was younger and they were younger. And of course you have to recalibrate the relationship and you have to be, you have to understand and, and bank, you're right on those memories and on those positive things. And maybe they could also help you find those are good uh, uh, headhunters, even if they're not going to be your total Rebbe. I just did an interview on, um, on our, on principal show where I interviewed my ninth grade Rebbe. And uh, we talked, uh, it, was, it was a beautiful uh, program. And it's clear that if you keep the, the, in other words, the bridges are there. You just have to remember where they are. The other thing I would, I would, I would just add to that, Charlie, is that I, I, I mentioned this to you uh, a while ago, that um, Rabbi Sol Salanter always felt that what he was trying to create, of course, Bali Musar, but he wanted Talmud HaChachomim, everyone should be their own Talmud He wanted everyone to be able to learn Torah in a way that most Shilas that would come up, it'd be able to Pascha. Um, we've gotten out of that mold. And I think in, in the Salanter way of looking at things, you, you probably didn't call a rub that often because you yourself were accomplished enough to deal with most of the Shilas that would come up in the day, even the granola at the, uh, <laughs> at, at, the, yeah. uh, at the thing. What I'm, my point is, is that in the Salantarian way of looking at things, then the rub is there for the other stuff. Not just to give you the hirah that you weren't uh, proficient enough to figure out, but the meta aspect, the meta aspect that's called Shimash Tamid HaChachamin. That's the thing that uh, allows you to yeah. actually grow in learning and, and really have the thing in life. Well, yeah. I, I think more than, more than ever, we're looking, people probably need that we're talking about their masks that they need and they need to be protected going out if the economy opens up but i think more than ever in this uncertain time people should make the effort to find their reb if they don't have one yet so that's i I think we're both in agreement on that charlie all right charlie i want to share with you i want to share with you to, to to prove your point you know in in the law firms we have a rule we can tell right away if somebody who's an associate is going to become a partner by one thing this is a big, a big trick that all those who are in law firms, this is, how they, this is one of the ways I think they do it. When there, there's two types of associates. One associate comes to you and says, hey, I don't understand this. How do I do this? Another associate says to you, hey, I don't understand this. I thought to do it this way. Then I thought to do it that way. I'm trying to think what you would do. And I'm in between three choices. Which one would you pick? And are any of them right? The first one is going to live off you for the rest of their lives. The second one is trying to adopt your thinking into their thinking. That's exactly right. I'm completely in agreement with that way of thinking, which is your Rebbe should not be posting the same Shilas for the, for 10 years, but you always need a Rebbe, but your, 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 your thinking should be upgraded through this, through the, through this sort of Salanter approach, which is you're just, your questions are getting much more sophisticated you're thinking before you ask, what would he think? What would he say? You're toying with it. When you look at it that way, then not only are you going to, 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 the, to the well to drink, you're actually using your Rebbe as a source for how to think yourself, which is tremendous. And exactly, that's exactly right. Well, I'll just end with this one point because I've, this is our eighth or ninth show, and I've already sort of absorbed the Charlie Harari mentality, which is that, of course, we don't want to surrender our individuality and stunt our growth by just – relying slavishly on the Rovi. Uh, and, and, and you're right. 
what we're trying to do is is is, is grow and and recognize that we need that that other person. I'll just end with something I heard from a great Rebbe, from uh, Rav Aaron Salvechik Zetzal. Um, he said, "What did it mean that that the uh, that the Karne Or of Moshe Rabbeinu were came from the what was what was left in the inkwell of the hulk of the kulmus? You've heard that Chazal before. That the Karne Or of Moshe Rabbeinu came from what was left in the inkwell that wasn't written in the Torah." So Rav Aaron says what that meant was like this. The best Rebbe is not the Rebbe who tells you every single detail. The Rebbe gives you what you need and what he doesn't give over. The stuff that he realizes stays in the inkwell that doesn't get written down, that's where he becomes the glorious Rav. The Rav that overwhelms, the Rav that gives spells it out so specific to you that you just absorb it and don't really run with it. You don't really develop. You didn't have to think and, and connect the dots. There's no carne or there. The carne or of Maish Rabbeinu come from being the Rav who can give you just what you need and then let the Talmidim grow. And that's where you yeah, have that glorious. So that's that's yeah. the Masha, what was nifla, what was left over in the kumas. All right. I think our kumas yeah. is, <laughs> is sort of over for today. Charlie, thanks again. We'll try to be back again next week for another episode of One-on-One with Charlie Arari. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. 